Uh oh, I'm frozen. No, you're not. All right. Get ready for the edit, Roland. Get ready for the edit. Writing it down in my notepad. <laughs> Three seconds in. <laughs> Didn't even make it five minutes. Just start over. Let's just start over. Welcome back to Last Man's Opinion. I am your host, Tom Grell. With me tonight is producer Roland Barrielli, Rich Cakel, and maybe Dan Mara. Tonight's show, we're wrapping up the regular season of the NFL. we got to give you the update and the regular season champion. Give you a rundown of the playoffs, wildcard weekend. Give you our picks. We'll go over quickly some uh, college football. We got some uh, Hazy Hero beer. I thought it was Ooh. like a session IPA. It is 7.3%. There you go. And I already had one of and, these, so and some should be good. Harpoon, Harpoon's Winter Warmer. Nice. All right. And we got uh, some MLB talks. There's some MLB news, some some uh, disturbing MLB news, and uh, maybe some NBA talk. But let's get right into it. Roland, start with how Week 18's record went. Hold back the champion announcement as of now, because this was a rough week for us, I think. Uh, I think it was a rough start. And then I think we were all in consensus on a lot of the picks that won. So worst picker was 10 and 6. Oh, so that's pretty still good. pretty good. Yeah. That's Me and you, Tommy. Good. Damn we're it. We're bound together. <laughs> 10 and 6. Damn. Close. One notch ahead of us is Dan at 11 and 5. Oh, and thank you. And taking thank this God. week by storm. Picking the Lions over the Packers. Bold choices. Bold choice. 13 and 3. Oh, it was a good choice. I, I should have gone with my gut and gone with the Lions. Yeah, All that, right. was, that so, was your gut. That game that made was my no gut. sense. No I sense. I know, but I, I've been high on the Lions. They're good and then team. I gave up on them. They're not that good. All right, so give us oh, the regular the season. Back? Rundown. I uh, calculated the losses as well. If you want to look at that later, in last place, the leader of our podcast with 118 <laughs> wins. There it is. Last place, McGrail. Congratulations. If you're not first, you're last. Nipping on his heels, who just piped in Dan Mara from 19. <laughs> Second place with 120 wins. Wow. We're all one off. Rich. No. Oh! 121 wins. Wow. We were all over 60% in picking this year. Wow. That's great. I went 121 and 70. Worst was Tommy at 118 and 73. Still formidable. I, I like being on an island. I mean, we were all on an island. If you're not first, you're last. I mean, you could if be second, you could be first, third, you're last. you could be first, or or you could be last. Did I really if say you're that? Not first, you're last. Where where you ended up? All right, let's uh, regular season champion Roland. Congratulations! Yes, congrats! Congrats! Good job. Uh, well, I think we all have to go. All right, are we good now? Yeah, time for you to get well, we back from five G home. So we were never that good. I know. That Three was of weird. us were good. And then if you're not yeah, first, you're last. If you're not first, you're last. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. I apologize for my uh, bad service down in the, down in the dungeon. Um, All right. So 
regular season champion Roland. Let's start with you for the wild card weekend. Uh-oh. Saturday, January 14th, 4.30 p.m. on Fox, Seahawks at the Niners, San Fran given nine and a half. What you got? I probably have to go with the Niners on that yeah. one. All right. Richie, who you got? Niners. Dan, who you got? San Fran. Yep, I'm going Niners too. It's a Niners sweep. Next up, Richie, we got the Chargers visiting the Jaguars. Uh, Chargers are given one. This is a Saturday night game at 8.15 on NBC. Who you got? I think this is my toughest pick of the week. Um, I guess I got to go with the Chargers, but I don't like it. Dan, who you got? Yeah, this is a tough one. I don't know. I'm not really high on San Diego. Me neither. And normally, and normally I like to pick the team with the better quarterback when in doubt, but I feel like they're actually pretty even in quarterback. Yeah, yeah, they're they're both uh, playing pretty good. They are playing pretty good. Um, I think I'm going to do. I think I'm going to do Jacksonville. I think you know um, San Diego kind of screwed up that game. I think on Sunday a little bit. I know they haven't been playing that well. Jacksonville's been playing good, much better the last month or so of the season. They're at home. Even with those big cats. Yeah, I Even know. Uh, earlier in the season, I was high on the on the Chargers, and uh, I don't like the way the Bolts uh, have finished the season. Bolts, yeah, I think, they've uh, kind of really been limping down the stretch here. Yeah, I feel like the Jaguars are on a high, and they're home, um, and uh, I think that's gonna gonna play with them. So I'm going uh, Jaguars as well. You know the 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 other thing you know is. Uh, uh, like normally, let's say if they were playing like a big team, like uh, I don't know Buffalo or the Pats or something like that, like or the Jets, like you'd feel like there'd be a lot of like visiting fans in Jacksonville because you know Jacksonville's not a big of a fan base, but like nobody's yeah. a Chargers fan either, so it's not yeah. like yeah, this is this could be a true like home game. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Give me those, give me those Jags. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. All right, Roland, who you got? You know I'm picking those large felines. Um, also of note, which will come into play later maybe, is uh, I believe these two coaches are going to be in the running for coach of the year with the uh, Giants coach. I think those are your top three contenders. Nice. I like uh, it. Lions like Lion, li- might be up there as well. Li- Lions. Yeah. yeah. They didn't, they yeah, didn't make the playoffs, though. So. Yeah. Not Dolphins? Dolphins uh, coach isn't up for coach of the year too. I don't know. No, no, with that like Tua situation. Yeah. yeah, they might be fine. They might be. Yeah, I know. I heard that. They, I heard he's on the hot seat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think Dougie P's got to be the contender with uh, Dable. Those two are got to be the two favorites. I would think, right? Yeah, I, I would think, think so too. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got the game of the weekend. Sunday, 4.30 on Fox. Oh, we skipped the 1 o'clock game. Go right to 4.30. Wow. Sunday, 4.30 on Fox. The New York Giants, the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota's getting three, given three. Dan, who you got? I mean, I think you know who we got. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dan's going Giants. Uh, Richie, uh... Giants win. There's a good chance they're going to play Philly next next week. Yeah, I mean, I'll be rooting for the Giants for sure. Yeah, I would think you would be. <laughs> but, but I'm picking the Vikings. Yeah, we all knew that. <laughs> but let's go. Giants get a win so the Eagles face them and give G- DJ some extra money in his contract. Let's do it. Yeah. Who, uh... I'm going Giants. Yeah. Rolling, who you got? Going with the heart pick. G-Man. <laughs> There you go. Richie Richie's on an island back to back. Back to back islands, either good mm-hmm. or bad. Can't can't go against the Giants in the playoffs. Can't do it. No. All right, next. Yeah, Rumors. next. Yeah, next up. 
Yeah, I don't know why they listed them at the 4.30 spot first, and then they went to the 1 o'clock game. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we got the Dolphins in Buffalo to play the Bills. Uh, Sunday, 1 o'clock on CBS. Spreads 35. Uh, Buffalo given... <laughs> Buffalo's <laughs> given uh, nine and a half. I'm going Bills. Roland, who you got? Bills. I don't have anything clever to say. Bills. Dan? I'll take Buffalo and the points. Oh. Oh, you doing a, a prop bet here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah mean, I'm just letting yeah. everybody know. I think it'll be a blowout. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. I told you I what know. I thought the spread was. Yeah. Yeah. 35. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we got the Sunday night game, 8-15 on NBC. The Ravens are in Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Bengals are given seven and a half. Roland, who you got? I think I got Joey B lighting up a cigar at the end of this one. There you go. Is Jackson playing or is he out? Uh, no, TBD. I think he's... He's questionable. I think he, yeah, so questionable. I think he's questionable, but I think he's going to play. Richie, who you got? Burrow and the Bengals, my Super Bowl pick. Dan, who you got? Yeah, the, I think this game's going to be a blowout, too. Give me Cincy. <laughs> yeah, I, I pre-filled out the last two out? games. Just... Are they whiting out? They have to. One can only hope. Yeah, I hope they white out. Uh, Bengals, I'm going Bengals. All right, Monday night game. Let's see if I predicted this one correctly. Big Monday night game. The... On ABC ESPN, the Cowboys against the Bucks in Dan. Where is it? <laughs> Top of Bay, baby. Top of Bay. <laughs> All right, Richie, who you got? Uh, Dallas is given two and a half. Who you got, Richie? Hey, is anybody not taking Dallas? I'm I taking Tampa Dan Bay. One hundred Bucks. Yeah, one hundred percent Tampa Bay. I oh think I'm God. taking. How, the, how could anybody? I got the last I think three I'm taking right. The Bucks. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Unpredictable. Oh come on! I picked it. Really, you really think Tampa, Tampa Brady's going to go out to a playoff Dak team? Absolutely not. I got to be honest with here. you. Dallas has uh, not been playing uh, right. too well. I think it's pretty yeah. much even on the spread. I think yeah. so too. Then and Tampa's playing at home. Yeah, yeah. reasonable. Am I on, on an island again here? What? Who, who, <laughs> who you guys Roland, got? Roland, Roland, who you got? Cowboys. And Dan's yeah, got the Cowboys, and I have, and I have the uh, Dan's got the Bucks, and I have the Bucks. So it's split, yeah. split, split decision. Split. Oh, split. Rich, you're picking split. the Bucks. No, he's picking Dallas. He's me, and, me and Tommy have Tampa. Yeah. So it's not a yeah split. This okay. Did you say you said Cowboys, right? Yep. Yeah. Rolling? Me and Rolling Cowboys. Yeah. yeah. Me, me and Dan are Bucks. Yeah. Oh, you're Bucks. Yeah. 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 I didn't catch yeah, that he's, one. He's on the top top of Bay train. <laughs> All right, I didn't get it right there. Yeah. <laughs> I, did not. I take back my gloating at celebration. Uh-huh. Uh, you um, got my pick right there, Roland. That's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. That's one that anybody cares about. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I think Dallas is going to be one and done, but I think they'll. I hope so. I mean, I mean, so, yeah, I think, I think Dallas will be one. I, I think Tampa will be. I think Tampa will be one and done. I mean, like, I do think they're losing think, the next game no matter what. But. Do, you, do you think this is going to be like an ugly, like 17 to 13 game or something silly? Yeah, like that? I could, I could see that. I could see Dak just like I, I mean, they haven't played. Dallas hasn't played well. They what, haven't been playing good season. at all. Yeah, yeah. And I just don't like playoff Dak. And I, I'm no fan of uh, McCarthy, especially in the playoffs. Especially the win it by playoff Mike field goals. Playoff Mike and playoff Dak. Six field goals. <laughs> 18 <laughs> points. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I don't know. Tampa's been playing better lately. I mean, they're not a good team, but they've at least been playing. They seem to be getting a little bit more into form. That's, yeah. my, that's my tough pick of the week. Yeah. I, yeah. I, that Jacksonville game's tough too, but I don't know. This is tougher because they're more volatile, I think. Either <laughs> team can have yeah. a good day and just destroy the other team. I actually also think. Like I also wouldn't be surprised if if somehow Dallas just puts it together and makes it to the NFC Championship game. Yeah, I mean they they have high they have the talent. Yeah, they have the talent. They just are a complete shit show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're so up and down. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But like, could they put it together for like two or three weeks and make a run? Sure, no doubt about uh, it. I don't think they will. 
I mean, they went think twelve they and five for a reason. They got something going on there. They do. They're a good team. Yep. Um, good all right. talented team. So, all right, that's the uh, NFL picks for the week. Uh, stay tuned for next week. We'll go over uh, the playoff records and see who is going to be the front runner for taking home the championship trophy in a couple of weeks. Playoff. Playoff. Um, All right. Uh, (laughs) News out of WWE, Stephanie McMahon has stepped down as co-CEO. Ooh. Um, Also. We're really branching out this week. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought we were going to talk a little bit about my, my, my Giants. Uh, Tommy's done with the NFL already. Tommy's Just done like, with the NFL. He's I'm, I'm off, done. Moving yeah, off the, done. There's moving nothing off to the, talk about that. We didn't even talk about the coach of the year. How do we think first, first playoffs in the How, how long and not going to talk about it? Uh, we didn't even years. touch on the uh, – yeah. Uh, yeah, seven years. First playoff game in seven years. Not even going to talk about it. Who cares? Last episode. Last episode we talked about that. Did we? We didn't. Yeah, we did. Now, now, we, now, we, now we got who they're playing. Stable coach of the year. All right. So, we didn't even talk about the uh, game. Kenny Galladay had his first touchdown in the, as a giant. Yeah. Are you? Were you shocked? I was shocked. And, and odd. I and was. And we saw the replay, and it was basically thrown into him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. The only yeah. way he gets one. It's it got stuck right to him. <laughs> it got yeah. stuck in his hip, and he just put his hand down, and that was it. Uh, yeah. Rich, if you ever vote, Dable Coach of the Year, and why? <laughs> Um, whew, that's a t- it, honestly, it is really a coin flip for me between him and Doug Peterson. Like, I don't know. I, I, I would like to. One is there one coach of the year? Or is there an AFC and an NFC one? I think there's only one. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure there's only one. I don't, I don't know. I think I'm leaning Dable, but they both deserve it. I would say Dable just because I think that's a. I want. Maybe a worse team, less talented. Yeah, I think they're probably a little less talented. They won more games, too. Didn't they win more games or they win the same amount? Did Jacksonville finish under 500? No, they were 9 and 8. Oh, they were 9 and 8. Okay. And I think what makes it tough is the way Jacksonville finished the season, like the second half of the year, compared to mm-hmm. the Giants' yeah. second half of the year. Yeah, Giants I, I think, I think that makes down. it a little closer. It does. Um, if yeah. you swap the coaches, do they have the same outcome? You think? I don't know. That's tough to say. It's tough to say. I, I mean, I, That's why I I'm think, asking the hard questions. <laughs> well, I, I think I thought Daniel Jones had a great season. I think Trevor Lawrence is better than him. So you know, I think Dable might have done a little bit more with Trevor. But and and, uh, and it's also tough. Last year, the Giants were four and thirteen. The Jags were three and fourteen. So they were both yeah, like equally both terrible. terrible. <laughs> both terrible. So like this this is a really tough call. Yeah, I think it'll be tough. I I also think Dave will get it because New York versus Jacksonville market. Like, oh, good point. Yeah, I forgot about that. I mean, I I think they both could win it, but I think Dave will probably does because of you know Pete Carroll might get some votes too. I mean, Seattle made the playoffs. After they traded Russell Wilson, it's, it's a fair point. He definitely deserves a couple points. I, I, yeah, I, I totally forgot about that job, actually. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he did a nice job. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Tommy, are you excited? First time, Giants. First beat time the Jaguars. in seven years, you, they did beat yeah. the Jaguars. That's right. Colts beat the Jaguars. That's right. Are you, uh, well, are you excited? Are you excited? Be, 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 I am. I am. Yeah. I mean, are you thinking close game, or are you thinking uh, Giants handily? No, close uh, game. Close yeah, game. I think it'll be a close game. I, I mean, Giants are getting back a lot of their players. They should be fully healthy on defense, though, Tommy. That'll be big. They'll yeah. have uh, Dory Jackson back for the first time in like two months. McKinney will be fully back. They'll I'm, get that pass I'm, rush. It'll it'll be a nail biter. I, I, it'll come down to you know. Yeah, I think a field, so too. I, a field goal at the end or or something like that. You know, I don't I don't think it's going to be a runaway by either team. Um, yeah. I, and I think the Giants probably have a tough time stopping Minnesota's offense. Um, but yeah. and like I know Dable's kind of put it down a little bit, but I do think there is something for being in the playoffs before. I know he kind of was like, you know, it's how you train or practice or prepare. It's not necessarily experience, but I, I, 
I do. I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I do think it probably impacts, you know, having been there before because, like, you know, I mean, it's a completely different intensity level of a game. So I agree, and you're getting schemed against, so you got to be ready for that as a player. You know, it's yeah, it's- yeah. They know exactly what you're going to be doing, and like, you know, just the emotion. You know, I mean, I like especially for the Giants because they've been so bad. You know, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, like they haven't even really played in meaningful games in the regular season let alone the playoffs like regular season the regular seasons have been done in october last three years you know right like you know what like my concern is with barkley that he's gonna have that mindset he hasn't been here before he's gonna get in his old habits of uh trying to hit the home run too much and maybe avoid the holes a little bit yeah yeah i you know i could see um uh, like i could see daniel jones being amped up like they're gonna probably throw some things on him, and defensively, he's gonna have to read it and, and be money. I mean, he's been money the regular season, but again, it's gonna be different in the playoffs. I, you know, I think it's he, good experience. He's he's the least of my worries, to be honest. He had such a great oh, year. Really? I'm not worried yeah. about him at all. Yeah, I'm, more, I'm more concerned about DJ than Saquon. No, I'm I'm concerned about Barkley. Yeah, I mean the Giants receivers are young. Like I mean. You know, Bellinger's the rookie tight end. You know, they have Slayton, who's got like, like they they have the the dude off the Buffalo Bills practice squad, who's their best receiver now. Like, you know, I think I think there'll be uh, some uh, some nerves. Uh, I I do think they'll win, though. I think I think they might be the better team. That's bold. Yeah, think, take it easy, Dan. I picked them to win. You picked them to win too. You don't think they're the I, better team? I, being the better team has nothing to do with winning or losing. I mean, I think they're better coached. I would take Daniel Jones over Kirk Cousins, if I'm being honest. I mean, I, I take mini offense any day of the week over uh, me too. Giants me offense. Too. Yeah. But and, I, would take, I would take DJ, I think, over Kirk, though. And Giants defense and, has been hot recently. Yeah. Well, Minnesota, and Minnesota's defense is very bad. Yeah, I, t- I take Giants defense. And then Giants coaching. Um, Settled. Yeah. I would, t- I would take the uh, the the refs. You know, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna favor the Vikings. You think so? Yeah, I, I think so. I I think just because I you know I feel like Giants have been disrespected all season, and I think it continues with the refs in the playoffs. Damn! Do you find um, that on the dark Minnesota. web? Where do you find that information? <laughs> it's out there, Roland. <laughs> it'll be it'll be interesting. I, I I'm uh, I'm. I'm uh, excited to see. I'm glad they got the 4:30 game. I'm pretty pumped to see them play. Um, are you Are you watching live? Oh yeah, I'm watching live. Yep. Where we are? Uh, Wait, at least, it's, at least it's, taking it's national televised. Yeah, but I got like sports and stuff on the weekends. Damn Play, playoffs! <laughs> Don't worry. I'm uh, at least it's taking Devin on Sunday. Okay, so you're watching uh, at home. Why, why I'm watching is Devin it. Yeah. Going? What? What is that? Devin. Devin should be home watching. Well, I mean, he'll too. be he'll, he'll be home by five o'clock. So Dan. he's only gonna miss maybe the first quarter. Dan. 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 Um. Also, what is your meal gonna be? What's your game day meal? Oh, I won't eat until after the game. Oh really? <laughs> oh yeah, no, totally. <laughs> he won't. He won't eat before the game either. So he'll he'll be <laughs> yeah, yeah. He'll be hangry. Oh oh my god, one hundred percent. Yeah, I'm not gonna eat anything. Are you kidding me? Maybe I'll get buffalo wild want- wings. He doesn't want any excuse to have to run to the bathroom during any. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not pissing for three hours. Four thirty to seven thirty. I'm going to be in that in my basement. By my PUP, and then they score. He's going to have a Snickers at uh, halftime or something like that. Oh no, no, nothing ever. No, no food. Maybe I'll have a glass of water. Maybe a beer, depending on how I'm feeling. And what's their record when you go through this routine? When I don't pee. When you don't pee, don't eat, abstain from everything. What's their record? Uh, this season or overall? Well, he started this seven years ago, and it's been a yeah, rough yeah. seven years, Roland. Oh my god! No, I'm kidding me. I started. I'm saying we maybe you to, should pee. I started this like twenty years ago. We go to Dorney's. He he pees in a cup, Roland. Uh, I'll I'll pee once I know the game is out of hand, one way or the other. Right, he he's got a, a you know. Do you remember bit, the, you uh, remember the game we went to Dorney's to see the <laughs> with the <laughs> top on it. You remember the game we went to go see the giant game when we went to go see. We went to go see Dorney's. 
and they played the Seahawks, and I think we were like, we missed the first three minutes of the game, and they were already down 14 nothing. <laughs> and I was like, fuck this, this game's over. <laughs> so, like, at certain points, at certain points, I'll throw the ritual out the window, because I'm like, all right, I don't need all of it, but... Right. You know. Um, it took a... Took us to two Super Bowl championships, Roland. So, what are you complaining about? Um, can <laughs> I get working. some? Uh, can I get some early predictions for players of the game? One on offense, one on defense. Um, gotta, sure. gotta be, gotta be DJ. Yeah, I think Tyrod right. has to be DJ. If the if the Giants win, it's DJ. Game yeah, speed. I think so too. Could be Saquon too if he has like a no, breakaway touchdown. No. No, nope. it's nope. that is impossible. It, you're it, saying, uh, it's not, yeah, it's it, not it could, it could be, but yeah, I, I would feel like if I'm Minnesota, I'm gonna stack the box because that's the easiest thing to do, and see if DJ can beat you at all. Yeah, you definitely start the game that way for sure. Yeah, yeah, like I'm not letting, like you know what Saquon could do, and it's easier in theory to run a run a football than throw it and to read coverage. So if I'm Minnesota, I don't buy DJ's season this year. All right, tougher question. What is the over under on Kenny Galladay catches? <laughs> Two? Is he is he Two. even going to get five snaps? Uh, unless, uh, I mean, not unless like half the team gets hurt. One and a half? I was going to say a half. <laughs> over under a point. Over gets a hand on the ball. And defensively for Rich, I'll say Xavier McKinney is going to be the defensive player of the game for the Giants. I like it. Oh, really? How about Tibbs? Yeah. I mean, it could be Dex- it could be Dexter Lawrence. I would yeah, I, 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 I would say I would say either Dexter Lawrence, maybe I, Tibbs, but I'm going to go with yeah, Tibbs. The Minis- He's trending up. The minute he is trending yeah, up. I mean, he, he might the, he might the Minnesota. Far. Yeah, the Minnesota center is injured, so he's not going to play. It sounds like so it'll be a backup center against Dexter Lawrence. That's why I was thinking him. But then Minnesota throws the ball a ton, so I could see McKinney having a big game. Right. But obviously I would prefer a lineman to have a big game because that means they're getting sacks. And Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I like Tibbs. I think Dex Lawrence might be the best defensive player. I think according to PFF, he's one of the top two or three. Let's do it. Sexy Dexy. Uh, I'm a little concerned about the Giants' offensive line, though. Philly ate him up a little bit on Sunday. Who's, who's Minnesota got? I don't know who they are. I have no idea. I mean, the, the defense, I guess, isn't very good, so I guess we shouldn't be... Giants should be... I mean, Giants moved the ball a month ago, so hopefully, as long as they don't turn the ball... That's a big thing. If they turn the ball over, I think the Giants are, are done. Because they have to be... You know, they, they don't have that type of offense yet to overcome the... The, uh, the Vikings, by the way, are tied with giving up the most points in the league. Yeah, the defense is so bad. 427 points they allowed... In comparison, the Giants gave up 330, 371. So, okay. Um, but it'll be interesting because the Giants, if I remember correctly, the Giants gave up like 17 or 16, 18 points against something like that with uh, Jackson and McKinney in the lineup. And then once the two of them went out, it went up to like 28 points a game. Wow. So, they, they, uh, so having both of them back for, next, for Sunday will be a. And Leonard Williams too. Leonard Williams has been out for a while too. Glad Tommy. I think they can win. I think I, I think uh, I think this is a great matchup for him. Great matchup. Let's do it. Do it. Although if I'm Philly, I'm pretty comfortable. I think you know. I think they could be, handle the Giants pretty easily. And then if it's either going to be the Giants, you, you either want the Giants or the Seahawks to win one of these games because I, I don't think you want to play Dallas. No, I don't think you want to play any of those that. Yeah. That upper Tampa, tier. You could be Tampa. You could be Tampa. I think Tampa in Philly will be terrible. Yeah, yeah. You know, because also, I mean, Philly is obviously the one seed, but they haven't played a good game in like four weeks. Like because Hertz was out for two, yeah. then they came back and they played pretty vanilla against the Giants. And you yeah, know, yeah, that was a bad game. So you know, yeah, well, it's been, it's been a month there. since what, they had had a good performance. Was it? Was it a vanilla uh, scheme, or were they just like? Yeah, I'll, I'll call it a vanilla. Like I think they just expected uh, the Giants to roll over. So they didn't do anything. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it made the game more stressful than it uh, should have been. been. Yeah, because yeah. they should have rolled them. You know, at yeah, the same I, time, though, you know, they were 
scoring on every drive, but every drive they were getting field goals. So, yeah, I mean, no, like, yeah, they, they scored, were, you, well. you scored like five times in a row, but it was still like a two score game. Yeah. 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 I think, um, yeah, I think, I think Philly probably just wants to avoid Dallas in that first round. I would think anybody else, I think they could beat Tampa. Oh, because the other three teams are Tampa, the Giants and the Seahawks. I think they handled oh, for sure. any three of them. Yeah. Cowboys divisional game. Like Dallas isn't going to be nervous, you know. They're not going to have a typical Dallas playoff breakdown in Philly. Like they've played in that stadium and against that team, you know, hundreds of times. It will be. Yeah, so Dallas is definitely worst case scenario. Yeah, I think that's worst case. I think the Philly is still win, but I think that's that makes it a little bit more stressful from an Eagle fan. Yep, hundred percent. So let's go Giants. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go Blue. All right, moving on. Moving on. Moving on, we got Roland. What happened to Mets camp? No Korea. one knows yet. Korea. There were some. Um, Sounds like he's going to be a Twins. Yeah, I think Twinkie. it's he's all done to except for the physical. So when have we ever heard that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like this physical is like the biggest deal in the world. I don't understand what's going on. I, is his like foot just hanging on by a thread? Well, I I saw actually just before the pod that. Uh, his physical, the ankle part of the physical is done, and Minnesota is comfortable. I mean, he but played like, for them last year. I mean, so they should know what they're getting. Yeah, I feel like this is a pretty good deal, though, doesn't it? Six years, two hundred million. Yeah, it's pretty good. It feels like I a mean, bargain to me. Yeah, but the the contract extension that he had, he had the opt in. For seventy point something million in a two years, yeah, yeah. So it's a step down from that, but it's more years. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, I'm just looking for, at it from a Twins perspective. I feel like yeah. this is a good deal. That's oh, why I'm surprised. Yeah. That, that's why I'm surprised that the Mets. Um, I don't know. Like, if it wasn't like, I, I'm curious. Like, what happened? Because John Boy was saying it was about the years, and I tend to believe that. Where they wanted him for less guaranteed years. And the twins were willing to offer more years at the same price or something. But I, I, I wouldn't think Cohen would be outbid for somebody. Yeah, but it's also a risk proposition too because what my guess is is it's nothing that's going to be immediately relevant medically, but I think it's going to impact his long term <laughs> ability to play the game. I'm sure. So yeah. I think the last two, I think he's going to be good for three to four. And then everything after that is just going to be wasted money. What, so, was, the, what, was, the, what was the Mets deal? Ten, was that, was that 10 years? 10 oh, years? it was like, yeah, it, it matched the Padres offer. Oh, yeah. Like for 10 years, one, one 30 yeah, or think something. Padres had, I think, 12 years. And I think the Mets went down to 10. Yeah. And my guess is their comfort level is like four with an option to six. Yeah. Also, you have to look at it from, I mean, the Mets, they just went out and spent a, a ton of money. They got a good team right now. And like Korea was like icing on the cake. So, I mean, it's not really like, you know. You the, may be able twi- to entice twi- people during the season, too, that want to get yeah, traded the, to the Mets. Yeah, the Twins are like, that. that's their only player kind of, kind of deal. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so they're they're more on on the line of yeah, we'll take a, a bigger risk because we don't have much much to do to contend with. I'm trying to think of that Twins team, but the playoffs last year, didn't they? I mean, the way they always do. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> they never really make any type of run. But in. They, yeah. they limp in, make an appearance, and then go away. Yeah. Thanks for the memories. Yeah. So Korea's out from the Mets. That's the MLB yeah. news for this week. <laughs> no big Yankee moves or anything. Just a bunch of people uh, getting just, signed to like one-year deals. At least yeah, traded for like... Roger Clemens' son this week. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, he was he was like a throw-in in the deal. Bag of balls. Yeah, essentially. Roger Bag of Balls. Yeah, they got um, what's his name from the Tigers? Soto. Reliever. Mm, he's not bad. Yeah, you know, he's he's made a couple all star teams, but again, I think they still do the rule where like one player from every team has to make it. 
Yeah. So, uh, do they do that? I think so. Yeah. Don't they still do that? I, so I, I think you're correct. Yes. Yeah. So I think he might have been like a default all star. So I don't know how much mm. that really means. Yeah. You know, obviously, I haven't watched him play much since he's been, you know, yeah. playing over there. And then the only other news is Liam Hendricks uh, has started cancer treatment. The closer for the White Sox. Ah. We get a lot of that news in Chicago. 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 I can't, I can't remember the last player to have cancer, like active player. Um, I can't recall either. Who's the uh, the Yankees uh, pitcher? What's his name? The guy who came over from the Pirates. Didn't he have like a like testicular cancer or something like that? Tell tell uh, what's his name? Fuck, no idea. I don't know the guy who came over from Pittsburgh uh, last year, starting pitcher. I don't remember his name. I don't know, but uh, John Crook. Yeah, Crook. He had testicular cancer, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. While, while he was, was playing, playing, though. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think oh, really? so. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely in the '90s. I'm, he had to have been playing, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I remember John Lester. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, anyway, don't mean to be a downer. Just bringing it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Roland, what are you drinking tonight? Tell us uh, about. It. I am drinking the local Revolution Brewings Hazy Hero IPA. Um, yeah, I thought it was a little lower ABV, but it is seven point three percent alcohol by volume. Get it, so, Roland. Pretty good. You get it. Get it. I like the little details, like the gold, like the green. Uh, that. Yeah, yeah. I like I like what places do um, too. It's pretty good. It's not. It's kind of lightly hazy. It's not like a New England IPA, super, um, like fruit forward and like juicy. It's yeah. a, it's kind of like um. More of like an old school IPA, like a piney IPA, hoppy IPA, with a little oh. bit at the end of of that kind of aftertaste. I, I think mm. it's a good mix of it, mm. Mm. and it's probably widely uh, available. Revolution Brewing, I think, is national. Nice. Yeah, had some Revolution. They have the like antihero and fist oh, beers. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yep, I know that. Richie, what do you got? I just have a harpoon winter warmer. Solid. Is it, I'm going, is it warming you up? It is. It is. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to the harpoon brewery tomorrow. Oh yeah. Yep. How the far Boston. is that from you? Uh, well, there's two of them. We're going to the one further away, which is pain in the ass. But why? Uh, like half hour. I don't know because it's it's for work. So I don't have choice. Gotcha. That's nice. Yeah, little, so, little work work event. Yep. Yeah, so I'll be drinking some harpoons. Nice. That's a good day. Yeah. During the day. Uh, well, not like you know, five o'clock. Five o'clock. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Can't wait. Hopefully, I could leave work to get there now. That'll be the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I got to work late tomorrow too. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Let's go to the hardwood. Rolling. Speaking sneakers, <laughs> yeah. and uh, give me that net swish sound too. There you go, um, Dan. What's up with the Knicks? Tommy. Uh, what's up with the don't Knicks? You, don't just give me the Randall love affair. Well, they had a tough loss last night. Was uh, it Randall's fault? To Milwaukee? No, no. You know what the problem is, Rich. Well, so first of all. So RJ's still out. Hopefully they play tomorrow night. Hopefully, um, hopefully he's back because uh, uh, I admit uh, I think uh, Rich I, I mentioned uh, at the beginning of the season I really was excited about the Knicks depth. Right, everybody was. The depth stinks. That's that's the issue. That's and that's why they lost. So like the problem is they have. Is it the talent or is it the coach? I think it's the coach. Uh, it's the coach. No, I mean Tibbs is fine. I, it, it, it's tough. So, so, so you have RJ out, right? Yeah, you have RJ out, and so now that means you have to play. So you, you need you need nine guys to play on, a, on an NBA team, you know, 
Um, you don't want 10, it's too many. Eight's too short. You're going to burn guys out. So, so nine's a good number. So you need nine guys. So with RJ out, the ninth guy becomes basically like Evan Fournier, who's fucking terrible. Like he could shoot threes, but like you can't play him. He can't defend anybody. I, I think he was like a he had the worst. He played twelve minutes, which I mean, you can't if you're if you're in the rotation, you can't play really. I mean, it's tough to play guys less than twelve minutes when you're in the rotation, you know. So like, he had the worst plus minus on the team. So it's him, and it's uh, and Rich love the signing at the start of the season, Isaiah Hartenstein. I sent that clip in the chat. He is awful. I was uh, I was seeing some Twitter. Uh, oh my god! I was about about to say, today, I, though, that was blaming Tibbs for why uh, he doesn't look, look as good. Just because now, his, that's Kevin O'Connor. Kevin O'Connor is a fucking idiot. I can't stand. He's a was Celtics it, was it about homeboy. Terrible handoff, handoffs. Yeah, yeah, that was him. He just he doesn't like the Knicks. I, but like and like what Knicks fans because Knicks fans attacked him when he tweeted that out, and they were basically like, dude. He's a backup center. You're not going to change your whole offensive scheme to make sure the backup center plays better than he is. Like he missed fucking, uh, he airballed, <laughs> he airballed a push shot from three feet away, and then he missed. And I so you saw he missed four straight layups. Like how's that on tips? <laughs> like it was just, I, yeah. So I saw that too, and it's like, it's like watch more than one game a week. You fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so KSC, you're listening. What the game? Like, like he, he he doesn't he he can't. And I'll I'll admit he's probably not the best fit for Tibbs because like Tibbs, but he can't rebound. He can't he, he can't rebound. He doesn't play defense. And honestly, the game was lost when he was on the court. Like I know you know it was a close game, but the Knicks were, were rolling. They had to take Mitch out because like Mitch can't play the full whole second half. So they bring in they bring in Hartenstein and he gets crushed. He misses four straight layups. He airballs another shot. He can't get a fucking rebound. So that the backup five spot is brutal. You know, obviously I haven't watched the Knicks play this year, but I have to believe that part of the reason he looks so bad is his Tibbs. You know, just the offense they have. But you know, also I, probably the major part is probably he's just you know not as good as people thought. Who Hartenstein? Yeah, yeah. I, um, I just, I just think you'll see a slight bounce bounce back next year when he's playing somewhere else. Yeah, I, I, I can see that. I mean, they don't necessarily. So the Clippers ran there. So he ran the the Clippers second unit. The Knicks don't need him to run the second unit. Um, and so that that's a big issue. Um, Who, you who's know, running the like, second unit? Uh, it it depends. So if the Knicks are fully healthy, it's probably like quickly. Um, if the Knicks aren't healthy or, or they, if the Knicks aren't healthy and like RJ, they stagger it more. So it might be like Brunson. Um, so it, it, it'll depend, but, it, but it, it'll either be quickly RJ or, or Brunson, which I think they should. I mean, the other big thing is like, he can't, he can't, he can't, de- he can't defend anybody. Right. That's a problem. It's a big problem. Like he, he can't defend anybody and he can't, uh, he can't defend anybody. He can't get any rebounds. Like that's the big thing. I, I've never seen. You know, Mitch. Mitch is probably one of the best rebounders and defenders in the NBA. Like, he's not going to get. He could certainly be an all defensive NBA pick, but like, he's probably not going to get it because he got have guys like Embiid that's just going to you know the name players. But then he go to Hartenstein. Guy can't fucking rebound. Can't defend anybody. It's a joke. It, he is so bad. So like, you throw Fournier and Hartenstein in there. You know, Milwaukee goes on a run, and then the Knicks you know end up losing by three or four points. That's the big problem, Tommy. Uh, it won't be a Randall Love Fest. I will say Randall is playing still very well. Uh, Brunson's brilliant. Uh, Quickly's really good. You know, it's really that bench that's killing him, Rich. And I never would have thought that at the start of the season. No. I never thought. I thought that bench would be one of their strengths, but right now it's, it's a weakness. I think they need to make a trade to strengthen it a little bit. Well, you know, we counted uh, Eric Rose and Fournier kind of as positive players, maybe over yeah. And declining, but we counted them as positive players. Now you take out those two, and you go from ten players to eight, right? Like that, like that. Yeah, I mean, the problem is, so you have, so you have Derrick Rose who can't play anymore. I mean, he, he's basically, you know, an emergency point guard at this point. Fournier is really a three point specialist, and that's it. Like he can't play in regular minutes anymore. So that's a problem. Uh, you have Cam Reddish. People 
So Nick Van Detorn and Cam Radish. Cam Radish stinks. Like there's a reason why Atlanta kicked him to the kicked him to the curb. There's a reason why he's not playing it at, at the Knicks. Like he, he he's not he doesn't have the skill set. Um so then like the the bench basically, if they're fully healthy and RJ's playing, because right now RJ's out, so quickly starting. But if RJ's back, fully healthy, you have quickly off the bench, you have Miles McBride, who's a good defender, but not a good offensive player. Uh you'll have Obi, but Obi is um he was hurt for the past six weeks. And and that's really it. You know, I don't know who that you know, Hartenstein is there so that this I, I like Miles McBride, like Nick fans love McBride, but he's not he should be like your tenth or eleventh player off the bench. They need they need a stronger stronger bench player. They need they need somebody else to anchor that bench. Two years ago that's when they traded for Derek Rose to anchor that bench, and that's when they kind of turned it around, but I don't know who, you know, Patrick Beverly was mentioned. I, I would I would be open to getting uh, uh, getting Pat Bev being like uh, the seventh or eighth guy off the bench. I think the, I think he'd be great running with quickly on that second unit. I'd, I'd be on board with that. I'd be on board with that too. I think it would be him and uh, him and quickly running that second unit. I think he's a good defender. Like that's what you need. So yeah, totally but see, Tommy, that's what. I thought we were saying sense. that like early in the season is they have a lot of bodies, but there's no real depth there. Like they have a, a clear ceiling with what their capabilities are. Yeah. 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 They, they, they do have a lot of bodies. I mean, the beginning of the season, I was giving Tibbs a hard time because like, it's like, okay, you have all these guys that are flexible, but like, I get it. Like realistically, it's really tough to be like, okay, we need a three point, we need a shooter here, so let's put in Fournier. But you can't just put in Fournier for the offensive set. Like he has to play some defense too, and then you get killed. Like every time he got, you know, when Fournier was out there, like the Bucks hit a back breaking three to get back into the game because he was completely out of position. Like so, it, it's you know, it's tough. They have a lot of guys that can do. You know, Derrick Rose can still play point guard, but he can't play point guard on a team that wants to make the playoffs. 48 can still shoot the three, but like you need a team built around 48 because it's such a benefit. Yeah, but I felt like a little of that's on Tibbs in the offseason for not moving a couple players in a package and trying to get higher caliber players instead of just more players. Because they have a lot yeah. of people like at the same like C plus level, you know, that can fill spots and can do it in a pinch when someone needs a break. But like long term, I don't think that's helping the team. That's on the on the GM. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't blame Tibbs for that, but yeah, no. I, I and that, that was still the blaming one. Tibbs. Fire Tibbs. That's true. That's true. But that, and, and that was one of the big criticisms of the of the Knicks in the offseason is that they kind of went in with a fairly bloated roster. I mean, I it, I'm okay with it now because it's like, all right, you, you kind of can, you kind of, you know, figured out. All right this is your core group and now this is what you need. But now I think the onus is on the front office to kind of make a move here, you know, trade cam. I don't think you need to trade Fournier because Fournier has another year left. You could keep him on the bench. Like next year, he's going to be an expiring contract. So he'll have more value value. Um, you know, but like reddish Rose, like both those guys are on the last year of the deals. Like, you know, let's try to get something for him or consolidate it or, you know, get something to, to provide some type of value. Uh, for the team this year, like so, I, I think now they have they have to do something. They have to make a move. Got to make a run, Rich. Let's get that six seed. You make it, man. Big game, big game, big game tomorrow night. They're playing uh, the Pacers. Where do you think, realistically, realistically, not hopefully, where do you think the Knicks end the season in the state? Do they make? Do they make a trade or no? I don't know. I, no. I, say no. I, I re- say no. Because I got to be honest with you, I don't see them making a trade. No one wants their garbage that they have right now. They got a bunch of garbage from what you just said. Translate that, the humans; they have all garbage and one okay be, player. Yeah, that, but, play, that sometimes plays good, and then you got one guy who needs other players around him to be good. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, Cam Reddish could be better in the in the right situation. Forty AM sure could be better. Like Rose, Rose could certainly help. The Lakers, like you know, where the Lakers, finish? Cam Reddish. Where, where do they finish? No trade. Where do they finish? I think I don't think they'll be able to. 
they, if they stay fully healthy and, and blah, 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 I'm going to say that they're going to fold just short and get the seven seed. I think ultimately, if I'm being realistic, I think even though I think they're in the sixth now, but they might actually be in the seventh. But um, I think Miami's probably going to end up with that sixth spot, Knicks seven, Pacers eight. That would be my gut. Um, I think I think the Knicks could get the six if like Jimmy Butler gets hurt and misses like a month of the season. So if everyone stays healthy in the league, they finish nine. Got it. Seven. <laughs> nine. Got it. I mean, Moving on. I mean, it, there's no way they're finishing nine. That's almost that's an impossibility. Richie. Knicks yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, they they could finish nine. It would be they would need a lot of things to go wrong. Yeah, yeah, we're assuming they if they stay healthy. I mean that. The the ninth, so that means Miami's a six, uh, Indiana's a seven, Washington is the eight. I mean, that's well, that Atlanta. would be a disaster. Or Atlanta, Al- yeah. Either I mean, Atlanta looks like they're a mess right now. Yeah, they are. So I mean, the Knicks would really have to kind of collapse, and and those teams have to, you know, would have to really play well. So, so that, I think seven realistic for sure. I know. Tommy's predicting nine. Well, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. No, I think well, you're you're probably right. Seven's re- I think seven's reasonable. Yeah, seven with no moves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I think they could get six, but like they'd have to really play well. Uh, Miami, like I said, I think Butler gets maybe misses a couple games. Um, I think they are better than Indiana. Um, but, but you know, also if, if they're not making any moves. Maybe maybe I go eight because there's no way the Heat, the Hawks, the Bulls, none of them make move don't make moves as well. Yeah, I, I, I could see Atlanta. So I uh, no, I could see Miami definitely making a move. I think Chicago, if they make a move, they're making a move to tank. I'm convinced of that because that team stinks. Have you seen them play? They, they're terrible. So my my big concern is Miami kind of begins to separate and gets into the six. And then the Knicks can't keep up, and they kind of fall and settle into that seven-eight spot. Yeah, so that—that's that, kind of my. Again, everything goes right. They play really well. Miami struggles. They get the six. But realistically, Tommy, I think they, I think you're looking at seven. All right, good. All right, that's our Knicks talk, and that wraps up uh, this week's this week's episode. With Last Man's Opinion. For producer Roland Barrielli, Rich Cagle, Dan Mary, and myself, Tommy Rivera, thank you for listening to Last Man's Opinion, and we'll catch you next week. Bye bye. Boom. Well done. Well done. Mm-hmm.